Welcome to the Grind It Out Podcast. This is Austin Raymond, owner of PBA Adventures. First off, we'd like to thank our great partners who make this all possible. Beaver Creek Game Calls, Dabbler Supply, Titanium Archery Products, Axis Camera Arms, Pond Duck Outfitters, and Bill Duck Buck. The biggest thanks goes out to the men and women serving this, serving this great country who make everything we do possible. Before we start today's show, please head on over, give us a follow, and leave us a comment, if you please. That's PBA underscore adventures on Instagram. While you're there, make sure to go follow our fellow friends, Mindac Outdoors, Duck Gun Chronicles, Freelance Outdoors, Outdoor Limits, Bobby Guy Films. Welcome back. Today's episode will be the 2019 Colorado Mid-Season Breakdown for Waterfall. Today I have with me guest Ruben Matson. Welcome, Ruben. How's it going? It's going pretty good. How's it going for yourself? I'm kicking it alive. It's going pretty good, I'd say. That's all we can ask for. So I'm going to hand the mic over to Ruben, and I'm going to let him tell you guys a little bit where he's from, what he does, and how we got into hunting and things like that. Here you go, Ruben. Thank you, Austin. I come from a small town up in Minnesota. Uh, What have I been doing for a living? Pretty much construction. And past year, I joined the Army. Been doing that for about a year now and been going pretty good. What got me into hunting was pretty much my dad. He's been hunting pretty much all his life, and I just started. Been doing duck hunting for about four or five years now, which is a good, been a good time. My favorite type of hunting is probably about duck hunting. Not really much more to say. Words of advice for me, if you're trying to get into waterfowl hunting, don't be stupid. Don't buy all the expensive stuff until you're good and ready to. Just go cheap, go hard, and just keep going. There you go. There you have it. That's pretty good advice. Like I tell everybody that I get into hunting or ask me about advice for someone wanting to learn how to waterfall or just hunt in general. Start small. Don't waste your money. Um, it's a very expensive hobby, and it can uh, it can bite you in the bullet if you end up not liking it. The best other best advice I'd have to give is have an open mind, um, especially with young folks hunting public. Public can uh, it can make or break someone's desire or will to hunt so that was good advice now you guys know Ruben now we know a little bit more about what's going on and we can kind of get into today's show with the mid-season breakdown and we'll we'll go from there hold on here we'll we'll get it we'll start it up right IT break. Wait one. All right, we're ready. Here come the ducks, get the hop all up. 
Shut up the dog, stare at the water. I'll say when you hold on, y'all wait. Yeah, boys, boom, 12 gauge. I am the mud and we're back. 2019 Colorado midseason stats and catch-up report. Kind of just break it down for you. So we have bird numbers was a question that was came up on our Instagram. It's what we've been seeing in Colorado. Um, I'll let Mattson kind of talk about. He's, he's new to Colorado just like myself. I'll let him talk about what he thinks about the bird numbers compared to Wisconsin or Minnesota in the Mississippi Flyway. And then just, in general, the amount of birds we've been seeing. So the areas we've been hunting at, they've been pretty decent with birds. Uh, Got to say, I've been seeing a lot more divers than I expected. Fewer uh, greenheads and big birds, but there's still a decent amount around here. The numbers are pretty decent. Like, they're in there. It's just getting to them and getting them is a little, a little bit more of a pain than back up north, but... You get them, and you get them good. A couple weekends ago when we were hunting, we got quite a few, which was a good number for us. It's like our third time out. We got a decent amount for our hunt we had that day. Otherwise, they've been doing pretty decent from what I can say. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree. Um, <clears throat> numbers definitely don't compare to anywhere else I've hunted in the North Dakotas, Minnesota, Wisconsin. But being a different flyway, new to the area, I'd have to agree. The bird numbers have been pretty good. Um, lately, we've had a lot of weird fluctuation in weather. So it's pushing birds differently, keeping birds. So that's about that, um, especially with our mountain range hunts. It got cold so early on that all the water gummed up. And if you haven't been to Colorado, other than the two main rivers that flow through, there's not an abundance amount of lakes as we're used to in the north but they're here where there's killing they're killing birds every day i'd have to say the geese are more so around than the ducks but they're still here and uh definitely able to get on them um as a certain amount of numbers i have no idea but i'd have to say we're pushing upwards 10 20 000 birds plus that push through in this first part of the season and that's just in our experience and what we've witnessed so getting on with that we uh we will get into the best hunt that we've had this year um i'll i'll go first my best hunt personally and i'll let ruben talk about his best hunt and then we'll kind of collab about uh maybe a hunt we did together or whatnot so my best hunt was it was the first part or middle part of october it was a cold, cold, windy, dreary, snowy day. You know, we were in the mountain range, unknown location somewhere in Colorado. And we went in there full intent to limit out three-man limit on puddle ducks. Well, long story short, by nine in the morning, we've seen 10,000 birds probably between divers and puddle ducks. We've only had, I don't know, maybe 100 birds within visible vicinity of our area we ended up bagging i want to say four four big ducks that day a couple gadwall greenhead um and that was about it and then shortly after that we had some other pro staff members of mine 
on a different part of the lake, they were strictly set up diver hunting. And it was about the 10 o'clock time, time frame. And for 30 minutes straight, it was just 12 gauge after 12 gauge after 12 gauge. And my buddy calls me and says, hey, get over here. Stop wasting your time. We just got a five-man limit on buffalo heads. And it was 27 minutes. So we packed up. We humped out. It was about two, two-and-a-half-mile walk after all said and done. We weren't that far away from each other, but the route we had to take, that was about how far it was. So we ended up that day. We had eight people. We ended up with a six-man limit, all divers, and then those four big birds that we shot. But hands down, by none, the best hunt for the 2019 season so far. We'll, uh, we'll pass it off to Ruben and see what he has to say about his best hunt. Thank you. So my best hunt was probably a few weekends ago. We went to this little little lake uh, a little west of us here, and we got set up nice and early. Uh, got to say, in the morning, we seen a lot of birds running, like a lot of them going. Uh, we were able to get about three or four by about 8 o'clock in the morning. And there were birds out on the lake, but they're all divers there out in the middle. So we were set up over on one edge, and we got our four over there. About uh, 10 o'clock, we probably picked up. We were going around the other side, and one of our buddies with us, he's never shot a goose before, and we seen this goose down on the bank. So we got out. We got out, and we were able to jump shoot it, and that was his first goose. That gal had us pretty excited. We set up then, didn't really see nothing for the afternoon because it all slowed down and heated up pretty good. So everyone, all the ducks were out in the middle, really milling around. See a bunch of geese come in, but they all were landing on the other side from us, out in the middle. Otherwise, I got to say, that's probably my best hunt so far. Good hunt, good amount of ducks, got a goose, got a guy that was really happy. That's what I could say. That's good. That's what it's all it's about. Not every day is killing especially in the waterfall world on public land, even on private. Um, as long as you're out there having fun, especially with that, that gentleman that was with us, never shoot, shooting a goose of any nature before. It was pretty cool to uh, jump shoot that, that Canadian. Um, we don't know. It could have been sick. I don't know. It, it, it flew in with about 30 geese, but he was the only one to land, and we jumped him out of the cattails and shot him, but... Yeah, that was really weird. I actually was with that hunt, and I would have to say that was a very enjoyable morning. Low number of birds killed, but there was definitely a lot of birds to be seen, a lot of birds to hunt. Like Ruben said, uh, mid part of the day, it warmed up 60 degrees, no wind, glassy water, and there was just too much crops. All those birds were, uh, they were filled up and locked down, eaten. Then we go into, let's see here, the worst hunt. Um, my worst hunt for myself, I'd have to say, was, it was last Friday. I went to another unknown location in Colorado. And we'd got four or five inches of snow the night before, so we had to take our time going down these unmanned, unmaintained gravel roads on this state property. Um, we got in there kind of late, we got set up, and then just like any other public hunt, option A, B, and C were all, all bust. Some people had already beat us in there. Um, kudos to them. Uh, as as I like to say, if someone beats you to your spot, just be, be the conservationist and the respectful hunter and let them have it. 
So I moved to a spot never scouted before, still in the same realm, same area, same body of water. Um, ended up taking a swim, stepped off the bank, was fine in the water. Took two steps in, the water was over my waders. So that was uh, that's how the morning started. Then we were having problems with the decoys. Some of my set doesn't have any of the new anchoring systems, so they were all gummed up and frozen. Then we had to make, we had a really piss poor hide, so we had to make a new hide. By now, it's already 20 minutes past shooting light. We haven't seen any birds. Um, that day we ended up seeing four birds total, three ruffles and a, uh, a green head, which um, we did shoot, but it, it was it was a bad day. I mean, still a great day. We got to go hunting. I think what topped it off is uh, we got back to the car and we planned on heading out and going to jump shoot this pond that's still open and we presumed to stay stuck in my buddy's two-wheel drive SUV for two hours. Um, so that was the dampener on the day. Thankfully, a good buddy of ours has uh, more manpower in his F-350 and was uh, grateful enough to um, drive an hour and a half to come yank us out. So, hands down, by far, worst hunt this year was uh, that hunt in particular. Ruben, um, <coughs> on to you, uh, your worst hunt of the year. Thank you. So probably my worst hunt was the first week we went out hunting. We got in, we got all set up. She was literally just breaking dark as we literally got our camouflage up and everything. It was a really slow day going. We were up on a river, one of the main rivers that run through here. And we were sitting there for probably a good two hours before we even saw our first duck. We, it came flying through so fast that we couldn't even get a shot off. It got spooked up. The little area we were hunting, we had people probably 200 yards up, and they were hitting the ducks before they even got to us where we were at. So they would shoot at the ducks, ducks would pick up and fly over top. I mean, we seen a few decent amount, but we were, they were all sky high. You could not get a shot off at them. We did to get one bird, though, but that was just it for the day. Uh, it was really cold in the morning. We were all sitting there dancing around, trying to keep our toes from getting froze off. Finally warmed up probably about 11, 12 o'clock, but by that time, all the birds were gone. And the area we were hunting just didn't work out for us that day. That was probably my worst hunt, but we all stuck through. We all seen a decent amount. At least we got the one, so at least it wasn't complete skunk, but it was probably still by far the worst hunt so far. Uh, <clears throat> Ruben is not, not lying whatsoever about that hunt. Um, it seemed like a great place. But like he said, um, dudes three, 400 yards uh, east of us hunting main body were smacking birds all morning. Whether or not they were killing them, they were still getting action. And then uh, a group of eight people showed up to the parking lot at the same time as us. And we uh, we bowed to let them go upriver of us. And they, they ended up getting into it, some live action. And I don't know. Never talked to them, never saw them, what their bird count was. But I do know that they definitely saw more birds and had more opportunities than us. So that kind of breaks down. Um, just kind of some insight I've seen from driving around, doing scouting, talking to my field staff members, pro staff members, 
some of my guide buddies out here. Uh, we had an early freeze this year, so it's it's kind of making things finicky um, per se in the bird uh, behavior. Um, one day you could hunt unknown location X and see nothing, and then the next day you could go out there and bag a four-man limit, um, just like any other place that you hunt in the world. That's that's just what happens. Um, other than that, we really have no more breakdown. Um, we kind of got the split season coming up. We will be going out tomorrow. Ruben and I are going to take a two-man trip. We're going to rough it old school style and go in there, use as minimal amount of decoys as we can, and just kind of uh, see what's going on. We will be hunting a river chunk, um, south part of the state. So we'll get in there. We're supposed to get a uh, cold front tonight. It uh, rained a little bit today. We're supposed to get some snow, I think, maybe some rain. I don't really know. We can pull up the old Doppler right now, and we'll pull it up location. So, yeah, it's supposed to remain in the 30s, 33 through the night. Um, and then tomorrow is supposed to be crazy. But it's a high of 48, low of 9. And it's saying uh, anywhere from... Six miles per hour to 20 mile per hour gust. So we'll take our luck. We're probably going to hunt pond or puddle ducks in the morning and see what the wind's doing. <clears throat> Might transition into uh, diver hunting, um, depending. We'll see how it goes. Uh, hopes are high. Um, like I said, it's always nice to fill bag limits, but I think tomorrow's. Uh, Main intent is to um, just see some birds and have fun. So we would like to, a friend of mine wanted me to throw this in there. What kind of gear we use and our thoughts and what we would do different, yada, yada, yada. Kind of um, just a little mix up of what our hunt looks like. So at least for me, um, I know this goes... This holds true for Ruben, too. Most of my hunting stuff is in Wisconsin still. So I have, I've had the chance and the luckiness to accumulate and buy some gear for the year. Um, we're pretty minimalistic. I only have a, do a dozen divers decoys and a dozen puddle ducks. Um, other than that, we just use our... We both run 600-gram Rustic Ridge... Uh, Waiters, they seem to do pretty good. It gets really cold. Sometimes your feet don't like you, but, you know, if there's no pain, then you're not trying hard enough is my uh, forte. Um, as far as what we're shooting, uh, like I said earlier this year, I did the transition over to Rio ammunition. I shoot a three-inch, um, two, or, yeah, three-inch two-shot, 1,550 feet per second, I love it. I shoot it out of my 835 Ultra Mag. I know I uh, talked on my previous podcast about bismuth and shooting bismuth or tungsten, non-toxic shot out of a older gun. It works better. I Like I said, I don't want to fix something that isn't broken. And I've, I've shot steel my whole life, obviously, because of the federal law and until I have someone change my mind, I, uh, I think, honestly, I'm going to keep running that. Other than that, um, 
kind of the calls. We uh, get all of our calls from our great partners at Beaver Creek Game Calls. Wonderful people. They make high-quality calls. Um, no dog. Bailey, she's, uh, as you guys know, she's still in training. That's a next-year monster. So other than that, we uh, no blind. We usually do our own little self-sits, make our own hide. Um, no boat, none of that fancy stuff. Pretty minimalistic. What you carry in is what you carry out kind of thing. So um, I'll let Ruben kind of talk about his setup. Some of it's similar, some of it's not, and we'll get his intake on what he runs. As you said, I run the Rustic Ridge 600 gram waders. They're really comfortable. Best pair of waders I can say I've had by far. Uh, I don't have any shotguns down here currently, so I've been borrowing a couple of buddies. A couple weeks ago, I used Winelli. This weekend, I'm going to be using Stoger. They're really good shotguns over-unders. Definitely suggest them. Otherwise, as he said, we just make our own blinds out of the foliage around us. Pack in, we can pack out. We don't pack too heavy because that's just too much to bring in and bring out. I've been, I shoot pretty much anything. Never failed to steal. I've tried tungsten business before, but I just stick with the good old steel. Everything I've shot from when I was pretty much old enough to hold a gun. Uh, otherwise, the rest of the gear is just odds and ends. Use real tree for camo. You don't really need to be too picky because if you just use your foliage around you, you usually blend in pretty good. Other than that, I don't really spend too much on my gear because huh, there ain't no point. That's all I can say. <clears throat> so there you guys have it. Uh, that's going to conclude today's episode. Um, make sure to hit, hit us up on Spotify. Go on over to PB, PBA underscore adventures on Instagram. Give us a follow, leave a comment, and stay tuned for uh, the content to come. Thank y'all. Yeah. <laughs>